BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans, and it's my great pleasure today to have joining me on the show my good friend, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. He is the author of many New York Times bestselling books. He leads Hope of the World Ministry, an international outreach of teaching evangelism and compassion projects for the world's most needy. He also leads the Jerusalem Center, Beth Israel, a worship center made up of Jews and Gentiles, people of all backgrounds, just outside of New York City in Wayne, New Jersey. He's the most amazing prophetic voice of our generation. He's with me today to talk about his new book, The Josiah Manifesto. Rabbi, thank you for having me. Great to be here, Jimmy. Well, listen, you, you blow my mind. I've told you that a million times. I, I first met you when we were talking about uh, the, uh, uh, your first book, The Harbinger. The Harbinger yeah. And I, I had never heard anything like that in my life. And then you came out with another one and another one. The Josiah Manifesto, th- this is amazing. And so when you were led to write this, what has been the reaction of this book? Well, first of all, this is the only time that I was led to write a book the day I finished the last book. You know, when I, it was The Return of the Gods. Right. The day I finished it, something happened, and then I knew right then that this was to be the thing, that this will also have an answer in it, not only the mysteries, but that. Um, I'm kind of amazed, but it's, it's, uh, I was just found out just a few days ago that it's number one of, of nonfiction in America. Wow. And that's, you know, that's great. So I had no idea. I never know what the response is going to be. So I'm, I'm just been blown away. By well, it. you never disappoint. Your books are amazing. Oh, thank you. Every yeah. single one of them. But yeah. the, what, what is this going to reveal? What's, what's the yeah, this, this, I put it this way. What if God was, was giving us uh, a revelation of what the prophetic moment is now and where it's going and what we need to do to be prepared, to be ready for that. Um, a, a blueprint from the Bible that is for this time. And the, right. the other thing is that what if there was a, a calendar from God that actually had uh, not only the shakings of America, what has happened, but also when things are to happen. I mean, the timing of it. Um, and if we were all part of this mystery that may, most people didn't realize, but we've been living through this thing, um, that is what the Josiah Manifesto is going to open up. So in many ways, Jimmy, it's kind of like taking the, the reader on a prophetic journey with this mystery and that mystery, and they all come together to open up really what is the manifesto or, or the template or the answer. So I believe it's one of the most important things I, I could have written. Well, one of the things that you do, in, like with the Harbinger and, and many of your books, you see things that other, other people just don't see, but they come from God. Yeah. They all point back to God. There's a divine plan. Yeah. There, things aren't just happening That's you know, right. just, just circumstantially. That's right. So you, the mystery begins on the island of Cuba and you give a prophetic object and message to Fidel Castro. Yes. So tell us what happened. Yeah, I usually don't put myself in the books, but this one I witnessed, I, I witnessed these things in two places. Yeah, what happened is I was asked to go to Cuba when Fidel Castro opened up the island for one month to allow the gospel. And so he said it was probably to show the world there's some freedom. Well, it was for one month. But, that, <laughs> but the, yeah, the believers asked me to come and open it up and sound the shofar, open up this month-long journey across Cuba. Uh, it ended up in Havana, Cuba. I mean, Havana, uh, Revolution Square. And so the last event, uh, 
and, and by the, before that, there was so much prophetic things happened for another time, but incredible. But, but the last event was in Revolution Square and Fidel Castro came. And the thing is that now he didn't do anything. He just, he right. witnessed it. Yeah. But then I was invited to go to the presidential palace. Now I'll say one thing before I even went on that journey, uh, a man from Cuba, a pastor who had been imprisoned by Castro came to our service the week, the week before. And he gives me this word and he says, you're going to enter the palace of the king. You know, so I was already prepared, you know, so I gave him a Bible, which were banned in Cuba with a, you know, number one. Um, and I gave him a shofar with an inscription with a word on it um, and linked to the Jubilee. And I gave him a, I gave him a sheet of paper that was a word, a prophetic word about the Jubilee. Now, the thing is, that was the message I was bringing in Cuba. And the thing is that it was all about the Jubilee. Now, the thing is, it turned out, Jimmy, that 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 why I was led. And I'm not saying I always know what I'm doing or, yeah, what, you know, yeah. but it turned out that it was the reason I gave it. That was giving him the that was giving the time how much he would have left in power before he'd be removed. And the thing is that it gave the exact year that it would end. It gave the exact day that would end and it gave the exact hour. Oh my that gosh. It, it goes all the way back. If you count, there's a whole mystery here. You count, go from Batista when the dictator fled, right. you right. go by the hour of it, you know, and you go by the mystery of the Jubilee and year, the, the 50th day, the Jubilee and day, and the hour, it's the exact hour of it. So this opens, and the reason why I put it at the beginning is that because this opens up another time. When we think of the Jubilee, we think of all the good things, which is great. Yes. If you lost your land, you get it back. Right. But if you took somebody's land, if you took what didn't belong to you, it's taken away. So the Jubilee is also a year of rest, restitution and it has that form of judgment for the other side of it. Wow. And so that's what's going to come to America. That's going to come to the world and to America and begin opening up a very big thing that we've all been part of. So you're saying Fidel Castro was was in power for exactly 50 years. He, he was well, here. Here's what, he was exact. The, the Jubilee. And this is good that we talk about it now because the Jubilee began it says seven by seven, seven times seven years. That's that's 49. And then the 50th year is that when, when you reach right. 50, that's the end. OK, right. so so when you go to the when if you go by Leviticus, the seven times seven, the 49, the 49 to the 50th year, to the 50th day and to the hour of when Batista fled, so did Castro, Castro reside at three in the morning, just like Batista. I mean, it, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and again, that's just, that's God. Yeah. You know, those, those things God's don't just happen. Yeah. Okay. So the book reveals yeah. some stunning discoveries concerning the coming of the plague to America. So yeah. tell us about that. Yeah. Well, one of the things is that the, uh, we have the, the Jubilee principle, but there's another principle and that is the prophet Jeremiah, he's looking over the Valley of Hinnom where they're offering up their children, the, right. you know, and that's where he gives this, this word, that's actually where he smashed that jar, yeah. Yeah. gives the word of judgment. And he says, because of what you did to the children, it's going to be done to you. This valley was the valley where you, where you lifted them up. So this is going to be now a valley of slaughter. And he says, the sword's coming back to you. And so the first principle is that whatever you do, what do you do to the children is going to come back. God is just. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is that, that any, the thing is, he says, one of the ways it comes back it says in Hebrew is is dever gadol, which means in Hebrew a great plague or a massive pandemic. So that's one of the forms that it comes back from what Jeremiah said. Now the thing is, and by the way, I'm throwing this in. This was not I didn't plan on this, but the judgment that Jeremiah talks about happens in the 19th year from when the first warning came, which is when when it, when Nebuchadnezzar first came, 19th year. Well, if you take 9/11, we first met when we were talking about 9/11. Right. We yeah. went there. If you go to the 19th year, 
you know, it takes you to the year 2020, which is when this plague comes. Wow. And so the thing is, and, and the thing is that, so, so you have, when did we begin killing our children? You know, well, we began killing our children, not in 73, that's Roe versus Wade, but it began in 1970 when abortion on demand began in America. That was just the Supreme Court that spread it all over. Right. But so the thing is, so when is the jubilee year of abortion in America? It's 2020, oh, wow. the time of the plague. Now, the thing is that, but it's even more than that because the very day that that it began when it was New York on the continent. New York, the bill appeared on January 20th, 1970, and that bill is gonna to lead to Roe versus Wade in the end. BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yet, while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. So go forward for 50 years. Anything happened? The, this plague called COVID officially enters America on January 20th, 2020, 50 years to the exact date. Wow. From the time we began, it, it began, we turned toward the killing of children, the plague comes at the exact 50th day. I mean, at 50th year to the day, to that the day. Absolutely. The, and, that, and that was patient zero. That, that was the day of it. And it was all there. So what does the ancient valley of Hinnom have to do with New York? Okay, well, and, and let me, and I'm, I'm just gonna, one thing in, in, in the middle of that. Remember when, Jim, when, that's when it began. Remember when everything kind of fell on America? And that is that it was in March when lockdowns, we oh, were yeah. quarantined. Oh, and, yeah. and it was a particular day when Trump went on television and he said, we're being quarant we're quarantined now. And it was a pandemic, stock market, everything. The media calls it the day that changed everything. It was March 11th, March 11th. <clears throat> if you go back 50 years, anything happened, March 11th, 1970, that's the exact day we began killing children in wow. America. So we, we launched this death, we took life, and then in the Jubilee, life is taken on the exact day. And that it falls upon us. And that was New York City. Well, that well that was that was everything. That was America. But now New York City, yeah. That well, the, the principle is that Jeremiah says. The, he speaks to Hinnom, the Valley of Hinnom, and we get the word hell, as you know. Right. You know from, but he said that the, that the, it's not just going to be the time. The very place where you did it, that's where it's going back to. Where you shed the children's blood, it's going back to. So do we have a Valley of Hinnom? The Valley of Hinnom is New York. New York is not only the place that launched abortion to, to the continent of America, but it also 
it is the abortion capital of America oh, yeah. to this day. Oh, yeah. More children are killed in New York City, New York, and I believe New York City, than any other place in America. Really? And yes. In fact, so what happens? So what would we expect? Go 50 years later, and what happens? This pandemic, this contagion comes to America. By the way, America has also led the world in abortion. I mean, led, led it into abortion in oh, many yeah. ways. But the thing is that, so the thing is it comes to America, America becomes the center. At the same moment, New York becomes the center of this plague in America, so much so that one out of every two cases at that time was in New York, if you can imagine, one out of every two. And the thing is that then it goes to, it goes to uh, the milestone day, which is April 10th, when New York passes every other nation in the world. It's not just other cities. It has more cases than China, more cases than oh anything. That was April 10th. Go back 50 years from April 10th, when it, the milestone, anything. April 10th is the day that New York legalized abortion. So therefore, to again, to the exact date. Wow, exact wow date. that's amazing. Yeah. What is the mystery of the gates? Well, this is actually, it began in the harbinger that there's a, there's, and you, you know this, is that one of the things is that God says judgment comes to the gates. When, when, you know, when, when judgment comes, there's something about the gate. And so New York has been crucial when we met in New York, in the, where, which is the gate of America. Sure. New York is the gate. Yeah. Um, and so, so many things have happened. 9-11 happened in New York. The crashes happened in New York. So much evil has come from New York as well. Sure. So, so not, it's not only that, that abortion came to New York um, when it spread to our continent, but it came through New York, and that is that people don't realize in those first three years from 1970 to Roe, uh, mo the majority of abortions in America were performed in New York, the majority. And people would come to New York, it would spread to, it spread to, the, to the nation. So it's the gateway through which it spread. Right. So 50 years later, is it possible that something else spread through New York? And the thing is, they only discovered this when they looked at the, the, mark the genetic markers of the virus, and they found out that the majority of the, if you had COVID, the majority of the cases came through the gate of New York where we killed our children 50 years before, the same gate. And the thing is that Gosh. when you look, the other thing is that that same year, 1970, there was one other gate, it was number two, it was the, it was the Western gate, it was where abortion came in, it was Washington State. So 50 years later, there's two gates through which this plague comes. It is New York and it is Washington State. In fact, patient zero is Washington State uh, coming in on the same 50 years to the day that that New York you know, began with abortion. So so the thing, so think, just ponder it. I mean, I mean that we're talking about genetics, but these the, the virus bore the markers of the two gates where we killed our children. Oh, Anyone who had it. You know, there, I have a guest on the show sometime, Bill Koenig. Yes. And he wrote a book, and he, he was a journalist in Washington, D.C. for many years, well, yes. White House correspondent. And he documented 126 cases of when the United States tried to, to pressure Israel yes. into dividing the land in historic natural disasters. Yes, absolutely. And, yes. you know, the thing that, that, and it's like what you're saying here, there, we see all the bad things happening. There's a reason for those things. Yeah, yeah. You know, you trace that back to things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and listen, I mean, we know this, this is what we preach, but the Bible truly has the answer to really everything. That's right. And, and the thing is that when people think everything's out of control, you know, what does it say? No, no, this is so exact. You know, God is, you know, God is, is the God of good, but he uses all things, including evil. That's right. He'll use good and evil to accomplish the purposes, to mm -hmm. say, listen, I'm still on the throne. And the other, one of the things that, 
that, I mean, I believe many of my books go this way or show, is that the God of the Bible, for people, you know, try to dismiss him and this culture tries to, to, to you know, minimize him, the fact he is just as real and just as, as right. active and on the throne as he was then. Thanks for watching. If you aren't a subscriber to this channel, subscribe today and share with anyone who you think needs to hear this conversation. To see the full episode, head to endtimes.com where we post weekly shows and articles from people like myself, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, and many more.